growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. And I'll turn it over to Vicki. Want to say that's amazing again, April. Absolutely. I just want to thank Nina for explaining everything to me about QR codes. And Nina has sent me into this crazy spin on how good QR codes are. So I have actually made a post that I've just put up on my Instagram. And I'm a very good student because the post has got some QR codes on it. I've put some zhuzhi arrows on it to make it more animated. I've got my face on it and it's interesting. So if you want to go to my Instagram, there's some content there about what I'm going to talk about now. So QR codes are amazing. You don't actually need to have a QR code app to read a QR code. You literally just hold your camera phone over a QR code and it will take you to wherever you want to go. Now, what I discovered from Nina and she sent me on this rabbit hole, you can make QR codes and you can point that code to anything that you want. So, for example, this is what Nina's done, and then I've copied her, but I'm sharing it with you. And you can create a QR code, which when someone scans over it with their phone, you can direct it straight to your reviews. So, for example, I have created one that's on my Instagram, and I've pointed it to go straight to my Facebook reviews. Now, what's brilliant about this, and Nina came up with it, is when you do an aftercare form, you've got everybody explaining how to look after their eyebrows and everything, your QR code on there, and you can just screenshot your QR code and just, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You just take a picture of it and put it on your paperwork. Then when someone's reading through how to look after their eyebrows or, or anything like that, you can just write, please give me review, scan here. They put their camera over the QR code and it takes them directly to where you need your review. So I don't know if you're all like me. I have all intentions of doing a review, but then I'm like, oh, what was their name? Where do I go? Well, people are going to look at their aftercare form a lot. And it's so easy for them just to scan over that QR code and then give you a review. And April knows and Karen knows, and I'm sure all of you know, that people buy on social proof on people leaving reviews. So they're really important. The second thing you can do with a QR code, you create one, you keep it on your phone as a picture, then if you're out networking or something like that, and someone says, have you got a card? And this was mentioned in a clubhouse. This isn't my idea either. But you can just say, no, I haven't got a card. But you show them the picture of your QR code, they put their phone over the top of it, and you can point that QR code to go to your website. So straight away, they've got all of your details. This then got me thinking even more. For, say, people that do areola and they want to get into hospitals, 
instead of doing a great big leaflet and everything else, you could point all of your before and afters to a QR code. So you could just have it in a hospital or in a doctor's surgery to say, scan over this to see my before and afters. And Nina and I were talking and we thought it was a genius idea to even create just a simple business card with your name, scan me and just hand it to people because when they get home and they look through the cards they've got, they're going to scan it out of the curiosity to what is this? So the list goes on and you can create a QR code to go anywhere. So I think we probably talked about QR codes enough. And thank you, Nina, for taking me down that rabbit hole. I think I'm going to have a whole wallpaper of QR codes and I'm just going to put it all over my business window. <laughs> I've got obsessed. So thank you. And that is my tip for QR codes. I am done speaking. Yes, Karen, do you want to say anything else? Yes, I've just got another one tip as well. So in this world that we're in at the moment, guys, that everything is very responsive. We all know that we'll send somebody a message and we expect uh, people to respond like straight away. We, we want people to respond. So whilst we've been in lockdown, and I'm sure most of you have been in, are in lockdown, even if you're in other countries, whilst we've been in lockdown, it's very easy to respond back to people, respond back to the client. But very soon, guys, we're all going to be going back to work and we'll be working twice as hard as many as many will be doing double the amount of hours to get all our clients in. And this responsive world, if a client's actually calling you or a client's actually messaging you, you're not saying that they're going to be very impatient and probably then carry on to the next person and message the next person asking the same old question how much it is for eyebrows, uh, XYZ, because they are the normal questions that we'll ask. So... The future is not just you sat there typing a message like we have been doing. The future is automation for artificial intelligence. And you're like, right, Karen, what's that? And we have to embrace it. So I'm just going to take you back probably like two or three years ago. I actually started uh, looking at doing something what I want to share with you. It's called bot. So if you've not got a bot at this present moment, guys... I can reassure you, we'll all have a bot within the next five years. Bots are here to stay. And two or three years ago, I actually started creating my own little Betsy bot. I actually sacked her after a while because she she drove me mad. So basically at that time, what happens, you actually put questions, when clients are asking you questions, the, the clients ask you questions and then you answer them back by giving them three different options. In the end, I actually didn't have the patience to do it properly. I just scrapped it. However, you will see more and more people now using but they're a lot more intelligent now. Um, the inspirational technology is a lot more advanced than what it even used to be two or three years ago. And automation is the future, guys. People want to speak to, they want to speak to anybody. They want to speak to a bot now, even if they're going to get an answer immediately if they want. They're not bothered whether they speak to a human. You can tell people that this is your bot. They're not bothered if they speak to a human. They just want to get the answers, what they're asking actually asking those questions does bring more efficiencies into your business and it's a little bit like once you start actually looking into it and you're knowing the questions that your clients are asking you'll find that 33 percent at least of your questions will start being answered straight away by your new answer bot and basically i what's going to happen this is going to be a part of your support team in the future guys and now you might think if you don't start doing it now in two or three years time you'd be like 
I remember somebody talking about a bot. And now they are that intelligent. You can have like just real conversations with, well, not real conversations, but they can be very conversational. And even now you, you can actually even translate so you can speak several different languages. And when you're actually typing into a bot, some of the times the bots even ans nearly answered you back or answering you back before you even ask the question. And one of the things what really made me start looking back into bots is the beginning when I'm actually seeing all the big boys here on, not social media, on Clubhouse, all the big boys what's got like 50,000 plus followers who are in all these rooms which never stop. And they're actually talking about future. And they've actually got what they call a clubhouse bot. And so I've actually been trying and just finding out what they're actually sending me. And by the time you just send them the one word, you might just send club out and then they are actually sending you lots of information back which is their bot what's actually just answering you back straight away asking you questions and it will direct you to their website you end up filling the forms in and within i want to say 60 seconds they've answered you back so i just want to say this is no smoke and mirrors guys this will be here to stay so start looking into answer bot there is some places that I've started looking into them. One's intercom.com. I'm not saying that's the right place yet. My team's starting looking into them and it's definitely something that within the next few months I'll definitely be bringing back um, because that's going to be the future. So over to you now then April. Yes, I love that. So, you know, the great thing about a bot is you can customize it. You can you can have people set this up for you if you're just like, that's too technical for me. There's people that can set this up. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it can be very efficient. And you can put, you know, GIFs or GIFs, however you want to say it in there. You can put videos in the bot. So you could have a link that takes them to not only your website and booking, you can have a link that takes them to the video as we just explained. So there's so many things that you can do with the bots. And Vicky, did you want to say something? Yeah. How do we know which is a good bot, bad bot? I mean, I want a bot and I don't know where to go and find my bot. Yeah. And, and I can tell you, I personally use many chat and we can talk about, you know, the pros and cons of those. And I've been through, I've had several bots. And so I've learned some bot mistakes and like you said, Karen, what not to do. And so Kate, go ahead, go for it. Thank you so much. Love this group. Love you guys. So a few things that I have found that is super helpful. So I'm the owner of Lash and Bot Design Company. You guys can follow my Instagram in the profile, but some things that are really helpful that over just time, right? It's like the school of hard knocks learning is um, I think one of the biggest things that you can do is find out. So then from that point, this is what has been extremely helpful is finding like hashtags that are then going to be specific for that client. So let me give an example. So if you were to say your client loves to here in where I'm located, Indiana, we have a place that's called a rooftop bar. And, you know, Friday night, that's where like a lot of your clients are going to hang out. Making an Instagram post at that time, like let's say Friday night at seven o'clock and you're hashtagging that rooftop bar. Well, what are they going to all be doing? They're taking photos with their friends. They're hashtagging. So then as they're scrolling on Instagram, that's going to come up. Now you're going to have these pretty pictures of eyebrows. And so right around that same time. So being super specific about who that client is, then allows you to custom hashtags that are going to generate into the area of where they are. Also, though, making sure that those hashtags aren't like blacked out. And that's like a whole probably different discussion. That was something that 
when I learned that, I was like, oh, well, that's not helpful. But learning about blackout hashtags and then not using the same ones more than three times in a row. So for me, I have different groupings and those groupings are actually different times of day when I'm going to be posting. So maybe I might be posting to my Instagram at 9 a.m. for a hashtag I might throw in there would be cycle bar because I know that my client could be working out at 9 a.m. at that cycle bar. So part of this is also like learning where those clients are going to be at different parts of the day. And so posting on your grid around those times of the day as well is going to also allow you to get a little bit more traction and for people to see you. Yes, I love that, Kate. Thank you so much for sharing that. You can even take it one step further if you know that there is a certain area that is maybe you know, more affluent in terms of, or even a restaurant, you know, a steak restaurant that is upscale and high price, then you can do a geotag and run ads to target people at that restaurant. So there's so many ways of once you know your ideal client and really have that down to the demographics or interest and even the psychographics, like what they're thinking, it's so beneficial. So I love that you shared that. Okay, Nina, let us hear what you have to say. I don't have as much more to say, but I did have a question if that's all right it's probably more for you april you know how you were saying about making the videos and stuff i've noticed what i do is i tend to stop more on the videos that have got subtitles rather than ones that haven't just because otherwise i'm just watching a video of someone speaking and and when you flick and do it if it's just on mute you don't really have an idea what they're talking about so i just wondered if you know how you actually put subtitles onto a video so that they already know what you're talking about before they've actually clicked on the video, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that, Nina. So you're absolutely right. There are studies that show that 80% of the videos are watched with the sound off. And that's because people are at work or they've turned off the sound on their device so that, you know, they don't click on something accidentally and, you know, disturb everybody at the grocery store, all of those things. So when you have the captions, the subtitles that are coming up at the bottom, the, the closed captions is what they're called, closed captions, subtitles that are coming up at the bottom of the video and what's called the lower two thirds then you're going to get more of a response. And not only that, but when people hear you say it and when they can actually see the words on screen, it's going to go into their mind and they're really going to process it even more. So they won't get distracted by, oh, what's that in the background? They'll read the words that are on the screen. So you can use a few different apps. So one thing is if you were to do the video on Facebook Live, then the great thing about that is for free, Facebook will add captions to that. So you just, you can go behind the scenes after you make the video. There's the, most people know, I'll just speaking about Facebook for the moment. There's the three little buttons at the top, three little dots that go across the top right hand post. After you've made a post, you can click on that and you can go behind the scenes and edit it. So I won't get too technical, but basically you can do that with, if you do a video on Facebook, then you can also download that video and then put that video. If you do a Facebook live, then you can download that video, then put that video on Instagram and do it like we said that way. You can also use a few different tools that will put captions on a video. Another little trick is I I believe YouTube, if you upload a video to YouTube, even if you just put it on a private setting where nobody ever sees it, so the video doesn't have to go public. The great thing about uploading a video to YouTube is you can also get the transcription for free as well. But that takes a little bit more explaining. And I didn't want to go into all of that because that's kind of going down a rabbit hole. But basically, and there, there are other apps that also 
So you can go to aprilmeese.com forward slash blog. So aprilmeese with an M, E-E-S-E. Uh, com forward slash blog. You'll see a lot of podcasts, but if you'll scroll down, we had the notes from Clubhouse. The app is called Mix Captions as well, just in case people didn't want to, if they wanted to know now. Okay, perfect. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and, I, and then one other thing that I would add to that is anytime that there is something that you really want somebody to know, let's just say it is a quote, you know, of course, you're going to make the words that you want to stand out and put them in bold. But let's just say you have a testimonial. And the testimonial is talking about how great you are. Pull out that one sentence that is really going to stand out like, you know, April Meese doubled my business. It's great that she said all those other things like she helped me with video and she helped me with, you know, putting this together. I want that one sentence that's going to make the most impact and I'm going to make that the headline. So that's another way of just thinking about the words that are on your videos and make that, you know, put that headline at the top as well as your captions or closed captions and at the bottom. So the lower two thirds. So, all right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.